All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of the Pierce of Mind podcast. I am Matt Pierce. I'm excited to be here for the first time in a while, and I am joined by Kevin Tenney. Kevin, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing pretty good. You? Man, Kevin, I'm having the best year of my life, and I'm only eight days into this, mother. <laughs> I mean, we had a productive day today. It's a good day. Things are well, and it's playoff season, and the Cleveland Browns are actually in the conversation. We'll get to that in a bit when we get to the AFC. I kind of want to start the NFC when we get to that. Um, but how you been, man? I don't think I've talked to you very much since before Christmas, really. On and no, off text here and there. Yeah. Uh, not too bad. You know, I had a nice holiday, and I was off for work for like a week and a half, so it was nice. And But by the end of it, I wasn't ready to go back, but I was ready for the kids to go back to daycare. Because they I- were off the whole week uh of New Year's, so I was watching because Miranda only had two days off that week. So I had uh, sixteen days off, but I was pretty sick the entire time. I had—I don't know what it was. We think that I might have somehow grown to be uh, lactose and huh? <laughs> Say a pussy? Yeah. No. Here's the deal: when it comes to being sick, I am the biggest vagina in the entire planet i 100 percent own that my wife knows it i own it every single time we talk about it uh anytime i'm getting sick i just go all right here comes my man cold and i'm gonna be a little wuss about it. i know like i can't help it i i go back into like child mode uh shout out to everybody watching out there by the way um but i was i really like i said i think we found out that i was like i've become lactose intolerant or something so i had like i had a big bowl of cereal one day and then for like four days, I had like terrible, terrible like stomach aches. And then uh, right after that, I got um, I was having a real hard time breathing. Like I couldn't walk across the hall without struggling. So I spent the majority of that time in bed. But it was good. I wasn't working. Still getting paid. Love vacation time. That's but uh, you sure you didn't have the Rona? No, I don't think so. I don't think I had the Rona. I wish I could use a couple of weeks off, but no, no Rona here. Well, you don't, I don't, uh, unless your company's different, that ran out. That whole 10 days you get paid from the government, they have to still pay you. That ran out. You don't get that no more. No, this wasn't so from the government. Company- yeah, I think it's a, I think my company's pretty cool about it. Either way, I'm no Rona, thankfully. Uh, but it sucked either way. I was definitely concerned. I almost went to the hospital like two days before I went back to work because I just felt like crap. I mean, just it sucks too when you have like a vacation, which already sucked because we were supposed to be going home and I was looking really forward to getting back to Utah. And then like basically I, I couldn't go like I just, we couldn't go. So we canceled our flights and then I was like, well, at least we'll have time here. Maybe invite my mom down. And then I just got sick as hell. So just, but we had a nice little Christmas together as a family. I dropped the ball a little bit on, on New Year's Eve because I'm old. And, uh, but outside that, I think it was a good holiday. I say New Year's, I was the only one that stayed up, um, which is normal because I, I can never go to sleep really. And, uh. Winnie was trying. Miranda sat there and asked her if she wanted to stay up to see the ball drop. And she didn't understand, so I whipped up, like, past years on YouTube, and I was showing her. Yeah. So she got all excited. She was all like, I'm going to stay up for the ball drop. 
and I was like, if anyone's going to stay up, it's going to be her. And so I kept checking on her and she was doing good. She was powering through and about 1145, I went and checked and she was out. So I was like, all right, I'll wake her up here in a couple minutes, you know, for the ball drop. Could not wake her up. She was out like a rock. And it's like, so I got Miranda up and then, uh, like I still tried because I was like, if anything, I'll just rewind it and show her, but couldn't get her up. So the next morning when she got up, she was so pissed off because she's like, I want to see the ball drop. And Miranda was like, it already dropped. And like, she lost her shit. She was so mad. We let her sleep through and she didn't get to see it. And it's like, sweetie, you were out. That's funny. We, uh, I didn't watch it. Uh, I think part of it, I think that's kind of when I wasn't feeling well, but and I'm just old, like, and so watching the ball drop doesn't do much for me. And so on the selfish side, like, that's where the bad husband Matt shows up occasionally. So got to do better about that stuff. But it was good. It was good. Um, I also started watching some Cavaliers basketball because I decided that I could be a Cavs fan again here soon once LeBron retires. Uh, and I'll just I'll accept that we're going to lose a lot, which that team looks like it's going to lose a lot. It doesn't look very good from the four games I've watched. Um. What else did I do? Obviously, I watched some football. That was nice. Um, oh, I won my first fantasy league. FanDuel. A uh, mm-hmm. bunch of guys from ATI. I say a bunch. A handful of guys from ATI. Every year, we still do this thing. It's the one I want to try to get you in next year if you're up for it. But uh, we do a year-long league. And so you just accumulate points. And I think I was like third or fourth place going into the last week. But the last week I had the best week of my entire season, scored almost 200 points, and ended up winning the whole league by a point and a half. So pretty much I'm the champion of the world right now. I got a new Cleveland Browns hat. Thank you, mother-in-law, for hooking me up like you always do on Christmas Eve. Hey, let me ask I you this. I a very important fantasy league here. Oh, I didn't, I didn't look at it. Did you win ours? I, I stopped yeah. looking. I gave up. I gave up. Yeah. I want ours. I, I snuck in at seven and six or whatever and went through. I got lucky because the one guy that I beat the first round, I think he was the one. He was like the one seed. He was the best record. And I beat him because luckily his team had a shitty week. Or no, I played him in the second round, but his team had a shitty week. And then I won the following week was a Super Bowl, which I won. And I looked at his score, and he would have beat me by like 50 points if I'd had to play him that week. And I was like, oh, buddy, it worked out. So, uh, yeah, I slide into the playoffs and I sit there and I win the Super Bowl. I stopped looking at those ones. I honestly think I don't know. We'll see because every year I, last year I thought this, but then I got into some more leagues. But I'm kind of think I'm gonna stick to the more of the Fanduel stuff because it's like I draw a new team every year. It's like it's fresh. It's exciting every week. I don't yeah. have to worry about like a guy getting injured or COVID or like just pick bad drafts. I get to pick a new team every freaking week. And we, you win a little something every week, so you get a little taste if you win. Uh, hell, at one point on la- that last week, this is what I hate about FanDuel. It breaks your soul. At one point, I was going to win like $130,000 in one of the <laughs> other ones. Uh-huh. And that was going into the third quarter, Kevin. I was still like going to make like hundred k. And then like mid- by midway through the fourth of uh, most of the evening games, I wasn't even in the running for a dollar. <laughs> like shit hit bad. <laughs> like people caught up to me, but man, for like, and I've learned though not to get excited because I've had that where I've had like I have been up. That's the oh, sorry, I'm excited. I haven't talked for a while. 
that's the most I've been up ever, like in the running for ever. But but I have been up for like twenty, thirty thousand before. Uh-huh. And I used to get like, oh my god, I'm gonna buy, I'm gonna pay off my car, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do all this stuff, and then it just it, I suck at fan. Like I don't, I w- yeah. I'm not these guys who obviously do something to like understand way better than me. Uh, so I'll just take my occasional five dollar winnings here and there. I'd be excited, thirty, forty bucks here, fifty. I think I won because that league was smaller because less people have been in the last couple of years. But I think I won like 130 bucks from that, 120 bucks from that. I know. Uh, what night was it? I think it was the night the Raiders played the Dolphins. No. Whatever night. Was that that? No, I don't think it was that night. It was whatever night the Raiders. Uh, who did they play? I don't remember who the Raiders played, but I know the Raiders played. I think it was San Diego, that Thursday night game, where Carr got hurt and Mariota ended up coming in and led him to the win. Yeah. No, San Diego ended up winning overtime. Um, but anyways, Mariota came in and had a huge game. Well, I always do, like, the one uh, DraftKings, uh, the captain mode or whatever. Yeah. So I'm sitting there, and I was, like, winning $10, and I was like, that's cool. I was like, I'll take it because it was a quarter game. So I'm like, whatever. I was like, anything over a quarter, I'm happy. Yeah. Well, I ended up winning like $2. So whenever I go in to check out my scores, I always pick whoever won the money or, yeah, the number one. And I just see like compares. Like, where did I go wrong? And it's like, I sat there and the person who won, I clicked on them. And for their captain, and I don't know if you've played it, but you pick a captain and they get one and a half times points but their cost is more. So like the first person you pick, like the price costs a little bit more. And then after you pick your captain, the prices go back to regular for everybody else for you to fill out your team. Well, there was a girl and she picked Marietta as her captain. And I'm like, who the fuck picks a backup quarterback as your captain? Like talk about getting lucky as hell. I'm like, there is no way. I was like, that makes no sense to pick the backup that doesn't even sniff the field at all, any other game, unless there's some miracle injury, and he gets freaking hurt in, like, the second quarter or whatever, and he comes out, Mariota comes in and balls out the rest of the game. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> I like it. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. But honestly, but on those, like, those captain modes, it's almost like the best way to go about is pick some uh, obscure player like that to be your captain. So yeah. on the off chance that like that happens, he either gets in or like it's like a uh, a number three wide receiver. The off chance they hit, it's gonna be huge yeah. for you because yeah. everyone's gonna pick like the the guy like the key guys. Yeah, and so it gives you a little bit of like, okay, well now I'm outside of that like box, you know. Anyways, let's get into some playoff conversation here. I know the most important breaking news. New what? England is not in the playoffs. Yeah. So it's an interesting year this year, right? New England's out for the first time in 12 years, I think. Yeah. I think the last time they missed the playoffs when Brady uh, tore his ACL, and they were yeah. 11 and 5 and missed the playoffs. Was it? No, they made it. No, they didn't. No, they did. He yeah. did not. Want to bet? Yeah. Want to bet? That. What year they was it? Won the division. No, they didn't. Then who would have won it? Everyone's always sucked. What was the year? There's no way the Jets had a better record than them. Yeah, I think that's the year the Jets won the AFC Championship. Yeah, but they were always a wild card. Did Matt Castle. They always knocked out, watch them call it. Take the Patriots to the playoffs. Here we go. I'm not the only one. 
Ah, bam. One, you owe me a motherfucking apology, Kevin Tenney. Woo! The 2008 New England Patriots season was the 39th season for the team in the National Football League and 49th season overall. The Patriots were defending ASC champions, and despite finishing the regular season with an 11-5 record, the Patriots did not qualify for the playoffs. Bam! I'm a motherfucking champion of the world! And I would almost guarantee you that uh, the Jets are the who won the division that year. Yep, it was right here. New York Jets won the division. Kevin, I don't know what to do. I'm I'm a, I'm I'm a Google genius. I don't know what you want to say. Uh, you're awfully quiet because I think you know, saying Matt, you're right or you're genius is probably difficult for you. But I really came through with what champions come through with. Uh huh. But so obviously we got some newcomers to the playoffs this year, right? The Bears, which how did they get in? That's a question I haven't looked into yet. Because I thought they had to win to get in. Um, they only had to win if Arizona won. Ah, so Arizona losing locked them in. Yeah, because <laughs> if Arizona would have won and the Bears would have won, then the Rams wouldn't have been in. I got you. And then the Washington football team, I think, are they the first team with a losing record to get into the playoffs? I know there's been eight and eight teams. Wait, what? Sorry, I was reading the whole thing because it was the Dolphins who won the division that year, not the Oh, I thought I said the Jets. See, there you go. But the key point was it wasn't the New England Patriots in the playoffs. Yes, I don't believe you. I'm looking at it right now, so I don't believe it. <laughs> but anyways, um, what were you saying about eight and eight or whatever? Uh, you know what? I'm a little hurt, Kevin. Uh, are they are they the first team to make the playoffs? Are they Ooh. the first team with the losing record to make the playoffs? No, third. Are they third? Okay, I was wondering that because I knew there were some teams at eight and eight that made it. Are they, I mean, yeah. are they, since the Hawks were the first ones, they did it seven and nine, won their division. And the funny thing is, is this is a, the Saints did it or Seahawks did it seven and nine because that was the earthquake run by Marshawn Lynch. They beat the Saints, who had eleven wins or something. They had a better record. Okay. Then the Panthers did it at seven and nine, and they beat the Saints again. Well, Saints lost again to the losing record team, and then now you got Washington and uh, Tampa playing. So essentially, so the Saints are probably happy. So essentially, the Saints are like the uh, they're kind of they got like they they gotta have like one of the most worst luck stories of like situations like that in the league. Whether it's losing the teams like that that are, yeah. or you talk about all the missed pass interferences. Minneapolis Miracle. Yeah, they, uh, yeah, I forgot all about that. Skull Chan, that was one of the coolest things I've ever seen in my entire life. Yes. I, uh, I th- I'm sure I told you, like watching that game after that game and Keenum's, you know, doing the starting the Skull Chan, it's all around the stadium. That was, I thought it was awesome. I was really into <laughs> it. Yeah, that was cool. And then the cool thing about that also was the next day, uh, I was listening to, Bill Burr's Monday morning podcast, and during the football season, he usually does it 
during whatever the night game is. Yeah. And he's watching the game as he's taping the show. And it's so cool because he's like, oh, well, this game's over, blah, blah, blah. And then all, you, all of a sudden he's just like, oh, my gosh, he could. No, there's no. Holy crap. He's like, fuck, he just went the whole way. And, like, he's just going crazy because he's watching it live as he's recording the podcast. Yeah, no, it was awesome. It was awesome. Uh, and then the after stuff was fun. Um, who else do we got excited? Chicago, don't care about them. No. Obviously, really. you got Cleveland story, and we'll get into that yeah. uh, when we get to that. Because here's what I think we should do. And let me tell you. Let me let me just. I've got it up here. I've got mine done already. But I think we should. Let's go through. The, I'm thinking about going through the whole bracket. Okay. Figure out a champion. Mine's done. It's not going to change. I thought about it for all five minutes. Yeah, I bet you did. But I, but I'm confident with it. Might have uh-huh. been might have been three minutes, but I'm confident with that three minute decision. So hold on, I, you don't have to tell me, but the only question I got, which will tell me, was, will your champion be done after this weekend? I don't think so. Like, re- here's the thing: I will tell you this. I really like it. Didn't take me long because I mean I've been thinking about it throughout the week, right? Once the playoffs hit, kind of where I thought it would land, but. I went like I didn't go like crazy like Cleveland's going to be in the Super Bowl. I'll tell you that, right? Okay. So I I tried to really take my fandom out of just these picks. Okay. And even I think you know we'll get into Cleveland, but Cleveland's a team to get. I'm excited for Tennessee. I think about Tennessee getting back there. They were in the AFC title game last year. Uh, I honestly think. The Dolphins have to be kicking themselves uh, for letting what's-his-face go. Name is escaping me. Quarter, Tannehill. I don't love Tua. You, you look at that last game with three interceptions. They've got to be kicking themselves. They had Tannehill. I think it was a bad coach situation there for him. The thing, but they didn't want to take a chance because it's like they, cause they got rid of both of them. Yeah, so, so Tennessee took a chance, and now – they're running hot and yeah, it helps that you have a 2000 yard back. Yeah. Um, Baltimore don't care because I even said their name kicks me in the balls. I'm excited for a team like Buffalo. You look at the playoff history. They have the only team to ever go to four straight super bowls. They had a big drought. They were rough to watch. Um, and to see them like Josh Allen, you know, Instead of going, how about we go game by game like you want to? I'm going so to. I'm just getting excited. I'm just talking play. about some of the things I'm excited about. Why you got oh, I know. I understood, but it's like you're going to give your whole. Kevin, I don't even really care. That's everything. what I do. I don't do anything right. That's I'm my. I'm All right. If you just want to ramble nope. on. Nope. You just do what you want, Kevin. Just well, do what I start calling you little Eric. Eric, I invited Eric, but he pushed out because I told him. I told him at the beginning of the year Cleveland was going to be 11 and 5. I told him Baker would be 25 and 10. And he ended up being, I think, thirty and eight. Huh? No, I no, 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 no. No, he had at least twenty eight touchdowns. Uh, Man, you're you're like uh, you're. uh, The only reason I'm saying that because my buddy sent me a picture earlier, and it was like a DraftKings thing. But it was at the end, it was a joke because it had him compared to Ben. And I thought it was for the year stats because it's Ben's stats for the year. And then at the end of it, it said rapes, two for Ben and zero for Baker. <clears throat> oh, statistics. This is what I want. I love this Spotrack. 
All right. Ooh, 62 completion percentage. Hold on. Where's a... Okay, 26 and 8. 26 and 8, which I think is healthy. Passer rating at 95%. I think, honestly, I think he did. It doesn't seem right, though. But I'm going to, they say that's what it is. That's what it is. Well, you're probably going with. uh, I'm at Spotrack. No, I mean, but you're talking for the total. um, You're probably thinking the rushing touchdowns he had, too. Oh, yeah. That's okay. That's true. That's probably true. That's probably true. Either way, he had he came, he had a huge he had a huge jump in the right direction, uh, considering the drop back he had. But again, let's not get too crazy into that stuff because I don't want you to yell at me again. I'm emotionally sensitive, but I think we should start in the NFC because I think the AFC, uh, especially one specific game, once we get to it, which will probably be the last game we talk about. Um, yeah, round three, Cleveland Steelers. I'm excited about that. But let's go NFC. So twenty six. That is what it says. Yeah, so it is right. Uh, Green Bay has a has a bye, and on the AFC, uh, Kansas City is our bye week. So we're going to go. I don't like this one bye team. I kind of love it. I kind of love it. I think it makes that one seat so much more important. It does, but I mean, I I, I don't know. I just I like the better with. I like the two. You still wouldn't have got the bye though. No, I know. That's fine. I'm just saying. I just, I don't know. It's just weird. It's going to be a long day of freaking football. It's changed. It's fine to the point, but on Sunday, it's going to suck because Steelers playing the late game, and I'm already staying up late Monday for the Buckeye game. So I was like, any game except for the 8 o'clock Sunday game for the Steelers. And all of a sudden, I get the alert. It's like 8 o'clock. So I'm like, great. I got two nights I got to stay up late. If I was ever going to get COVID, Sat tomorrow's the day I need to get it because I have to work this weekend because I switched. I'm switching to another shift. I'm doing a lot. Yeah. Uh, And so. And it sucks because I have to work. The Browns game and it's a late game because I was hoping at least be the one o'clock game, you know, that I could watch it then go to work. Yeah. No, now at work, I'm going to nothing's going to be getting done. Everybody at work. No. Between 8 and about 11, shit is not getting accomplished. <laughs> All right. So let's go to the first game we got. We got the Washington the Washington football team. I almost said the R word. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Actually, can we back up one second, Kevin? Sure. Because there's one thing I wanted to ask you that's non-football related. And it's baseball related. I wanted to get your opinion on the Indians getting rid of Indians. Oh, I hate it. It's stupid. And they're going to use something alternative. I don't know. Is it going to happen this year? Or are they going to do like the Washington no, football team? Be the last season as Indians. And then next year, they're supposed to have the team name picked out. And I got a great idea. What? Wait, Since is this sarcastic are, or real? You'll figure it's it out. It's sarcastic. All right. Totally. So since Indians is a bad term now, I guess all of a sudden, they want to change it. You know? They won't have to change their colors or anything if because I, I was like I do know there's a term out, or a team name out there uh, Redskins they could use and they could bring Chief Wahoo back. What am I gonna do with you, man? Like seriously? I thought it was good. I thought it worked awesome. Here's the thing: 
I think it's dumb. I think it's been around forever. Everyone knows it's not like they're, it's not a, they're not being uh, racist or whatever. I'm just I'm, I'm over it. I am interested to see. What, I kind of like the the spiders. I just like the emblem. I don't know if I like the actual name. But I think the emblem's kind of cool. Um, but we'll see what kind of name they pick up with. Um, hi Kim. Kim says hi, Kevin. Hi. Because I love you, and I want you to be part of my life. Because that's kind of sweet guy I am. You married top-notch guy right here. You're welcome. All right. I just wanted to know what you thought about that, because I haven't talked to you in so long. All this stuff has happened. Yeah, I know. Um, all right, let's get into this. Washington at Tampa Bay. You go first. Tell me who you got winning this game and why. Um, I'm taking Washington. And I'm picking Washington because... Because of the defense, like I'm hoping their offense shows up just a little bit. Because that's the thing, Tampa's got a good defense too. But the way the Redskins' defense is playing, especially Chase Young, um, if he's able to get towards Brady, Brady has Brady hasn't Brady has never been able to play well under pressure. I mean, that's the way to beat him, and a lot of teams don't do it because they're afraid of getting beat by him. So. If, as long as they sell out like they have been, the way that defense has been playing. And Alex Smith has been playing pretty solid. So I'm going with the Washington team for the upset. All right. Sorry. Washington football team for the upset. I'm going to put it here in my little thing so I can print this out when we're done here and see who's in. I took Tampa Bay for the complete I respect Washington's defense. I would love to see Washington win this game. I know they got a shit record, but you look at like to me like the Alex Smith story, I love it. Yeah. Talk about a guy who should be comeback player of the year, should be a lock for a comeback player of the decade. Like 17, 18 surgeries, was told he probably wouldn't play again in the league, almost lost his leg. He thought uh, he was going to die. Yeah, didn't know he was going to come out of the hospital. The guy starting Sunday or Saturday or whatever the hell the game is. Saturday night. Um, he'll be he'll be starting for Washington. And to me, that story alone, on top of what everything you said with Washington's defense, I would like to see them win. But this Tampa Bay team, it might only be for a half, but they're gonna pour it on for a half. And <laughs> the thing is, can Washington withstand and not let them score or get a big such a lead? They can overcome it and whatever, uh, you know. Yeah. But I, what Tampa seems to give us, and especially like uh, Antonio Brown seems to be picking up pace down there, getting yeah. comfy with Tom. Mike Evans is going to be back. Uh, and they just seem to get hotter this last few games of the season. Uh, yeah, I think Tampa. So that's our first uh, first hey, variation. Did you happen to see uh, Bruce Arians' comments the other day? About what? About Washington, uh-uh. they asked him about something about being over. Uh, is he afraid of being over overconfident taking on a seven and nine team? And he sat there and said, "We're not playing a seven and nine team. We're playing a Alex Smith four and one team." Which he was off Alex Smith five and one this year. He's like, "We're not playing Dwayne Haskins." Hey, that's legit though, right? He's not wrong. Yeah, I know, but it's like I, I've I've always liked Bruce Arians, and I'm like, that's just hilarious. Talk about another guy, by the way, his fall from grace in a swift motion. Yeah, but I mean, the writing's been on the wall since 
draft night for Christ's sakes. It's sad because I'm a Haskins guy. Like I'm a Buckeye, right? You, I want him to do good. Yeah, but I never put too much bank in a Buckeyes quarterback. So yeah, but Fields is getting a lot of love. Seems like he's going to be the second. Him, no, I don't think he's so either. The long line of Buckeye quarterbacks. Yeah, I'm you know, it's just like I, I, I'd love to see him do good, but it's just like the odds are not in his favor. Oh yeah, no, I agree a hundred percent. All right, so next we're going to go to Seattle and Los Angeles. The three six matchup. Yeah, you got Seattle. Why are you taking Seattle? Truthfully, I don't know. Yeah, it's like a coin flip, right? Yeah, because it's like you just don't know what range you're going to get. And the same thing with Seattle. Like Seattle beginning of the year was hot, and then the last half they were just – you just never knew. It's like their defense started playing good, but then the offense started playing like shit. So I don't know because, I mean, you got to think the first half of the season, everybody was talking about how Russell Wilson was going to win the MVP, and now he's not even in the talk about it. So, Which I think he still should be, but it is what it is. I agree, though. I thought it was a coin flip game, uh, but I did pick Seattle as well. Uh, just because I have more, like, I think Seattle's more consistent. They've been there. Um, more yeah. the Rams are still up and coming and they're good. And I know they've kind of been there. They've been to the dance, but still Seattle's like what? 10 years now. They've, they're kind of, they're kind of with the Patriots. Like as long as Carol's been there, they've been in the hunt. They've been yeah. in the conversation. So their experience. And I think that's kind of what, uh, was my defining moment. All right. So we got that. We're both at Seattle there. New Orleans, at Chicago. It, and that makes it Chicago at New Orleans. Yeah, don't, don't listen really, to me, man. Don't listen. Kevin, don't listen to me. No, I'm not saying it like that because like you said it, but like all the stuff I've read, like the articles and the paper, even ESPN had it written that. And it's like the Saints are the two seat. Yeah. They're not going nowhere. They're the <laughs> home team. But um going with the Saints. They're I mean the Bears' defense isn't what it was either at the beginning of the year, but maybe they're starting to get a new breath of life since Mitch Trubisky's in there. But I'm just – I'm not sold on him. So I just think Drew Brees is going to at least win the first round. If not, I mean, I think this is his last year no matter which way it goes, but I think he'll at least have another week before he gets to retire. Yeah, I think this is his last year as well. Um but I don't think he's going to go out week one. I got them beating the Bears. Uh, the Bears snuck in, inconsistent. I don't think – I think Chicago is going to be one of those teams going to be looking for a quarterback come uh, offseason time, maybe the draft. But I actually think – I think they're going to go more veteran, maybe making a big trade for somebody because uh, I think we're going to see a lot of quarterback changes in this offseason in this league. So yeah. – I don't think they're ready yet. I'm, was, they made it. I was not like I literally was surprised they even made it because I, I like I told you earlier I thought they had to win to get in. So I took New Orleans as well. So it's gonna type in here for you. So I'm captain consistency. All right, so we'll go yours first. So you then would have Green Bay taking on the Washington Redskins. At Lambeau Field, which, by the way, I don't know if the Steelers do, but the Cleveland Browns next year, they do. If they let fans in, so I told Kim it's got to be the Building Bridges. That's like it's on the bucket list. Mm-hmm. Is going to Lambeau. 
Yeah. I, I'm the same way. I'd love to go up there. It's only like a six-hour drive from me, Kevin. Only. That's, you wouldn't drive six hours to see Lambo. Well, for you, it's longer for me. Well, I've looked at it before. I think it's like a 10-hour drive from here. That sucks. Yeah, I know. Who you got, Green Bay or Washington? Green Bay. I thought you were going to get crazy on me, Kevin. I was a little nervous. I'll give it Washington the first round, but, yeah, it ain't getting any crazier than that. I took Green Bay as well, obviously. I think they're one of the best teams in the NFC. Uh, Aaron Rodgers could be up for the uh, MVP, even though I'm not sure I'd give it to a quarterback this year because I'm a maniac. It's going to be between him and Allen. I know, but here's the thing. Then I would probably lean Allen, but uh, I think there's a guy in Tennessee who should be highly looked at for the MVP. 2,000 rushing yards. Huh? We didn't even talk about him. I know it's a broken system, Kevin. And that's all they said. They're like, Derrick Henry had 2,000 yards this year. And then next we go to, and it's like. It's a broken. Yeah. He what he has done is and it's even last year like no like I think it's a joke. He's been on a roll ever since like the last whatever four weeks from the season before last like the last two and a quarter seasons he's oh, been yeah. on a freaking roll. It's just been crazy what he's been doing. Which is a surprise because Alabama running backs haven't had the best luck in the league either. Uh, and I mean look back at Trent Richardson, captain. Nine yards of carry. I mean, three yards of carry. Um, but yeah. So, all right. So now we got. We're gonna go Seattle at New Orleans. We both got that. Who'd you take there? I'd like to say Saints, but I think it'd be Seattle. I took Seattle. And again. It's just because I don't know. I don't think Drew Brees should have came back. No, I agree with you. He's I'm, but he had that break towards middle of the season, you know, four weeks off. And last year when he did that, he came back and you know he did really good. So there is that possibility, you know. Yeah, but I I still don't think I'd be surprised they made it past the second round. I still think Seattle's more a complete team. I think they're better coached. Um, I think they have the better quarterback. No disrespect to Drew Brees, Hall of Famer, but he's on the back end. Russell Wilson yeah. is, you know, he's one of those elite guys right now that ever we're talking about at the beginning of every single year. It's probably going to be MVP con- candidate. Uh, makes magic happen week in and week out. Uh, so I'm, I'm big on the Seahawks. So I think what it comes down to now in the NFC for the conference championship, we both got Green Bay, Seattle. Who you got winning that game? Green Bay. Mother Kevin. I feel like we have not agreed this much in a very long time. True. I wish I actually should have put put puss. I should have put this up so you knew I'm not lying here. Kim will verify. I did this ahead of time. I have Green Bay winning. They are the best team in the NFC, in my opinion. Um, they're complete. Both sides of the ball strong. Uh, seems like even Rodgers and uh, Lafleur mm-hmm. have gotten on the same page. Uh, the little hiccups they had t- the last year are kind of go- Aaron Rodgers. If you listen to our good friend Pat McAfee, uh, his love and life right now, he's like just chills yeah. it could be. And I don't think there's any way. I don't think there's any way better to go into a playoff 
is just relaxed, chill, and ready to win some football games. So we've got the Green Bay. The Green Bay. I'm trying to sing a little more. By the way, did you know that... Uh, oh, you don't have an iPhone. Apple on iTunes now for every time... Like, for when you play a song, it's like karaoke. They have all the words going across your screen. Oh, really? So, yeah. So, I'm like, oh, I love this. I was doing some karaoke today. Kim did not appreciate it. I don't think my lovely voice when I was singing Simple kind of uh, simple Man. That's funny. I was into it. I don't think she was. I didn't get the vibe she was. She might have been in there like... Dancing in the bedroom, like God, that guy's got a voice. But I didn't hear it. I didn't see it in her, her, in her face. I didn't see her get excited like I was. But yeah, it was awesome. I'm into it. All right, let's go to the AFC. Da, da, da. Green Giant. All right, like we said, Kansas City is our number one seed and our only bye week. Our only team that has a bye week. It should be interesting next year too. When if they go. To that 17 game schedule because we won't have any. No 8 8 teams. All right. Tennessee and the football team from Maryland. I got Tennessee. Why the fuck, Kevin, Tenny, how are we doing this? Because neither one of us have faith in uh, what's his face? Lamar? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Actually, throw in the beta team. Yeah, I have no face in him, and then they've got young guys like Dobbins taking over at running back, so I don't like the youth. Their defense isn't what it used to be in, ten, uh, in, in, in Maryland. And the Titans, two years in a row, man. Like, one year, okay, you're a surprise team. Maybe you're hacky. But they were strong all year again this year. I mean, they were hot. Tannehill was consistent. Uh, we've talked, and we'll probably continue to mention, uh, about their running game. Uh, that team is going to be good, I think, for a while. Yeah, and I mean, the one thing that kind of scares me about the game is they have already played, and uh, Tennessee won. But and I mean, that seems like that was the game that got um the Ravens jump started, kind of got them back winning again after that loss. So I am a little worried about that, but Tennessee's already proven that they're going to sell out to stop the run and they're going to make them try to beat you passing. And they haven't been able to do it yet. And they haven't been able to show they could stop Henry. The only two teams that have stopped Henry this year, the Steelers and the Browns. Yeah. We're going to skip that one. Cause that would have been the next one. But I want to hit that one yeah. last. Next, we have the Buffalo Bills against the Colts of Indianapolis. See, this one, I I keep going back and forth. Like, I'm taking Buffalo to win it, but I could definitely see the Colts winning. That's like, if there's an upset in the AFC, that's the game I think that would be the upset. But it just depends on Philip Rivers. You don't know what Rivers you're going to get because the Colts have a pretty solid defense, and it's just what Rivers shows up, you know? Kevin, why not even do a podcast if I'm just going to agree with you the whole time? You literally, I just, I don't even need to say anything. You said it perfectly. Uh, I love Buffalo. Um, I love the story. I love Josh Allen, their wide receiving core, young running backs, not too bad. The defense seems stout. I'm a big Buffalo guy. Um, but yeah, Indianapolis, if one team in this playoffs going to have like a huge upset, I think it's going to be the Colts. And I think it would be an upset because I think Buffalo is that much better. 
on paper. All right, Kevin. For the 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 main event of this round, we'll call it what is it called? The rubber match. Uh, yes, yeah. we might have we've split the first two games. I will happily tell you that I'm not at all delusional about week 17 that we like did anything dominating or like I understand Ben sat Watt sat like I'm not a dummy Kevin I think you gotta think and outside of that Steelers I think could have easily won that game the way the tide was turning don't even get me started and you look up at the scoreboard because everyone says they don't but you know they are and you see that Miami's getting blown out and you're going to play Cleveland the next week in the playoffs, or you could win and then play the Colts. You're going to want to play the Browns because the two teams you're going to want to play in the playoffs coming in is the Browns or Miami, and you're not getting Miami. So, or at least for the Steelers, you're not getting Miami. So Cleveland's a better matchup because, I mean, you played the Colts and yeah, the Steelers like woke up in the second half, but uh, the Colts dominated the first half of that game and the Steelers, pretty much dominated the second half of that game. And so it's just like, you're be- in my opinion, you're better off for the Steelers. You have a better matchup going against the Browns. All right. Because you're missing your big guys, and you got Mason Rudolph out there looking like he's superstar quarterback all of a sudden. So, yeah, I mean. And so who are you yeah. taking in this game? I'm very – I don't know. I, I, I knew this was probably a coin flip for you. The only coin flip that I've had in the last two weeks was whether or not they should have caught that two-point conversion. But I thought it was a horrible call for a two-point conversion. For one, Claypool's the only one really doing anything. So you know every one of the defense is covering him, which by far, you know, the three guys holding him in the end zone. So it's like, obviously, that was a bad pick. They should have ran the ball. No one's expecting them to run the ball. Pittsburgh wasn't even expecting to run the ball on that down. They should have ran the ball for the two-point conversion. I don't disagree. I thought they would have ran the ball there. Yeah, especially because uh, you get the ball want the two or the one, the two, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. So it just I don't know. Mathematically makes more sense. All right. Yes. I've got to take off my not an analyst hat here. One second, I got to put on my fan hat. Just give me a second here. All right, got the fan hat on. Now we can get real. Here's what here's what it is. I picked Pittsburgh. To win this game. But that, was the, that wasn't this guy. This guy thinks Cleveland could pull this game off. with, And it's because of all the shit going on. No head coach, right? It's, what, 18 years ago? No, 18. It wasn't 18 years. Was it 18? Eight, 17, 18 years ago. We're in the same boat, Kevin. We're in the rubber match. Cleveland's yeah, up. It wasn't the rubber match because Steelers were 2-0 that year. It was still the rubber match. This is the third game, Kevin. No. I'm calling it the rubber match. You don't have to accept it. Well, that's not the correct term for rubber match. Well, I'm the rubber match is tied. Okay. Well, it was the third game, Kevin. There you go. Cleveland's up 34, 17 and a half, right? This game is over. We've got all the momentum. We got everything. We got everything we need to win this game. And that team, I still argue, could have made a run for the Super Bowl. That team could have beat the Patriots. That team was not as good as this team, Kevin. This team is trying to change it, right? Butch Davis, well, 17 years ago, Butch Davis, what's he do? I'm not going to swear. 
going to be calm and peaceful. Third quarter, went prevent defense. No one understands why. What the fuck was he thinking, Kevin? I don't know. Seventeen, you got the game one. You don't go to prevent fucking defense. What to do? Obviously, you do. It, no, he proved it. The prevent, the prevent defense prevents you from winning. Right? The Cleveland Browns choked. Butch Davis, career ruined, destroyed. No statues for you in Cleveland, sir. None. And now, Baker Mayfield, cocky as all get out. Probably shouldn't be a Brown next year. Cocky. He's got the chip on his shoulder. Playing his best football of his NFL career. Best offensive line he's ever had. One of the best running games in all of football. And that's what we're going to do. Ground and motherfucking pound these guys, Kevin. That's what we have to do to win. I'm talking, you can't do the bullshit that Stefanski did uh, when we didn't have four wide receivers and the son of a bitch still threw the ball 53 times. No, I'm talking run, run, motherfucking run. I am will tell you that I would be more afraid of playing Rudolph than I am Big Ben, to be 100% honest with you, because I think Ben's done. But I do have Pittsburgh winning this game. But I see hope in Cleveland. Except for we keep losing people to COVID, coaches, players. Uh, we got guys fucking out there drag racing because, you know, it's only our first playoffs in 18 years. Why wouldn't you be professional? Silly me. Let's be crazy. Drag racing with weed in the car. Yeah, well, there's no guarantee there was weed in the car. Suspected weed in the car. And how you know That's he doesn't have... That there's weed in the car. And how do you, you know... know that Josh Gordon. And how do you know he doesn't have a prescription for it, Kevin? Doesn't matter. Well, he doesn't matter. He's if he's, rules. if he's got a prescription, doesn't matter. The NFL doesn't test for it anymore. Oh yeah, that is right. Yeah. Okay, so then yeah. Right. So he could have just been taking his medicine home, Kevin, and he was probably in a hurry. And maybe the other guy pulled up next to him. And he's like, "Oh, you're in a hurry to get home. I'm in a hurry to get home." And then maybe they're neighbors. I don't know, Kevin. So that's because they were late for a Zoom. Or they're late meeting. for a Zoom meeting. They're, they're like out or something. Was that? The, I think that was the excuse I heard. They closed down the gym and they're running late for a Zoom meeting. This hat fits so much better. Yeah, um, bad timing. But this team can win this game, but they won't because I think our linebackers are shit. Uh, Greedy Williams is not going to play. I'm not sure if he. Uh, they need to figure out what's going on with him or just cut it loose. Uh, so. I know we brought on, I think, a former Steeler this week. Yeah, but he hasn't been a Steeler in like four years. Yeah, or something. and I think we brought we brought a couple guys on, but Van Pelt's going to be calling plays. Maybe that's an advantage because. How do you feel about uh, the guy calling plays for you being a homophobe? Don't care. He calls plays like I don't like. Here's the deal: if you if you hate if you have hate in your heart, then you know you have it's your freedom. I don't have to love it about you. I don't have to like you. Like, I say, like, you know, you remember what he said? Uh-uh. You heard that on McAfee? Uh-uh. When he was a special teams coach in Minnesota, they cut some punter. And for whatever reason, I don't know if he thought the punter was gay or whatever, but he made some comment about you should take all the gays and put them on an island and nuke it. Oh, yeah. No, I didn't hear that. That's bad. <laughs> yeah. Well. Because if that had been now, he would be fired by now. Yeah, he'd probably be out of the league. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. But I'm not a Van Pelt. Like, I don't know much about him. But you know what? I think it is a little bit of an advantage because he'll call plays differently. And hopefully he's just like, listen, Baker, you're going to throw the ball like 15 times tops. 20 if shit gets out of hand. But we're just going to lean on Chubb and Hunt. Ball control, control the clock. 
Because that's the that only way we win this game. I mean, that'd be smart if they can if they can run. Hey, listen, this isn't the Kevin Tang. This isn't. Did you not see what we did against the the team from Maryland? They whipped our ass, Kevin. They whipped our ass week one. Their defense isn't as good as the Steelers. Oh, I, and that's where they're I, missing two of our main linebackers. I hundred percent agree with you. I hundred percent agree with you. But we have one of the best offensive lines in football. And yeah, and you're missing your best lineman, but Tony, ah, ah, one of them. Oh, yeah, but Tony was phenomenal. Ruptured his Achilles. If if yeah, you, we're going on about this greatest line. We still sacked Baker four times, and it's like, yeah, I know Chubb got over 100 yards, but he got like 106 yards in that game. That's why you know you're not going to have the chance to sack him because it's going to be handoff, handoff, handoff. You know it's not going to be. It should be Chubb. But- oh, I agree 100. percent It definitely should be. But it's not gonna be. And for whatever reason, Stefanski hasn't figured out yet that that's how you uh, call this game. Um, and he like, I, I'll never forget that man. When we had those four wide receivers out the whole week going into that game. Like, oh, this is simple, right? We're, I mean, we're playing the fucking Jets, okay? The Jets, they don't want to win because it hurts but I, them. But I told you. No, you told. No, you called it. But I was thinking. What do you do? If if I would tell you any other team, Kevin, if I would have told you any other team, would you not be completely flabbergasted if I said all four of their wide receivers have been out for COVID and they have the best two running like the best running back tandem in football? Right? This this X team, but they passed the ball fifty three times with not a single starting wide receiver. Yeah. Would you not be flabbergasted? I would be, but then you'd be like, I'd be like, well, who was it? And you'd be like, Cleveland Browns. I'd be like, that makes sense. Gee, I was, I was, I couldn't, I got that you would see a lot more. I knew that we'd see a lot more action for the tight ends. Uh, Brian needs to have a little bit better hands. He's going to be a good tight end, but he needs to have better hands. Uh, And Hooper had a good game, but like, Chubb, Hunt, like, here's the thing, man. Yeah, maybe they were stopping it early, but you're not going to, you're not going to stop those two all game long. They're just yeah. too good. So I'm hoping Van. The thing about Henry, Henry can go into halftime and have 40 yards, and this, by the time the game's over, he's at like 180. Oh yeah, because I mean, that's how you, that's the game plan that they stick with, and that's and they stick with it. They use it as a thing because the whole point, you know, you keep running with running backs like that, especially when you have a two running back tandem like that, and it's like they're going to get tired, especially in the second half, they're going to get tired. Oh no, absolutely. I 100. percent This is like the thing I tell Kim all the time. Because I'm like, because she's like, oh, he only got one or two yards. I'm like, yeah, but that one or two yards is going to pay dividends in the fourth quarter when those guys get the shit beat out of them and they're sore and they're tired from chasing his ass down. Like, I don't, I love Stefanski. I personally think he's coach of the year, and that's not even Homer, Matt. Like, you look at the turnaround he's done with this team, uh, 11 and 5 in the playoffs, living up, you know, you think even without OBJ, um, without Greedy Williams, uh, with basically having uh, replacement linebackers the whole season, you lost uh, uh, Miles Garrett for a few games to COVID. Like to to keep this team in line and to keep this team like going in the right direction and finish eleven and five. There's a lot of good coaching jobs out there. A lot of people done a really a lot of really good work. Um, but you talk like man. Stefanski, especially being a new coach with no off season, no uh, uh, 
preseason games to figure out what you got. Yeah. I I just to me I think it's hands down to Stefanski. I still think the best thing for the Browns was Odell getting hurt. No, it was because here's the thing, and I think you'll I think you're going to say this is Baker was forcing him the ball. Yes, he was trying to keep him happy. I think well, here's the deal. I love Odell. I think the guy is a great talent. I don't think uh, I don't think he caused anything off the field to hurt the team. Like I think he, all things considered, was a pretty good citizen as a Brown. I was excited. I thought it would be a great having him with Landry. And those guys being best friends from college, I thought it would be uh, really good for us. Unfortunately, for whatever reason, him and Baker didn't mesh. And uh, Baker, for whatever reason, thought, even though Baker's leader of this team and Baker should know better, uh, Baker felt the need to try to force him the ball. And that just got – but now that you don't have him, and Baker's just hitting guys that are open, and whether it's Higgins, Bryant, uh, Jarvis, like – He's doing like what I've said he should be doing his whole career. He's not like focusing on just a guy. I need to get this guy's numbers. It's all who the fuck's open. I don't care who he is. You look at the guy who's coming back. This uh, Pope, uh, Peoples Jones. I mean, um, who's coming? Who who will be? Who just got uh, clear concussion protocol? That guy's had a huge year because he's had the opportunity. He's been open since OBJ's been out. The guy's been open. Baker hits him. He makes plays, and Baker's not forcing a lot of stuff. Baker's throwing has a phenomenal has been phenomenal outside the pocket, throwing on the run for the most part. Hasn't made many mistakes. Eight interceptions on the year. Can you ask more from your quarterback? Yeah. So I don't. I'm actually excited about this game. I'm glad we're playing the third game. Uh, I didn't want to play the Steelers. I would have rather played the Bills, even though I think the Bills would have beat us too. Um. But I don't want to lose to the Steelers, you know, two out of three times in a year. But I'm hoping for a baby Jesus miracle. I'm hoping that Ben plays like shit. And, or we can at least get into him. I'm hoping Garrett can, like, throw him off his game a little. Like, I know Ben. He's a Hall of Famer. I respect the rapist, allegedly. Um, but I would, I'm telling you, man, I'd be more afraid of playing Mason Rudolph than I would Ben right now. Just the last four or five weeks, Ben's look like trash. He has. But, I mean, the second half of the Colts game, he started turning it on. He started playing better. And because he was throwing – he had a couple couple shots downfield. That's the thing that's been killing him. He hasn't been taking shots downfield. And that's why, like, the big talk was, like, you know, they didn't think he could anymore. And I didn't either. But I always thought it was just because their season's been so screwed up because of COVID. And – you know, their bye week was week four, but they didn't find out it was a bye week till Friday afternoon after practice. So they never had a bye week. So that's why it's like, <clears throat> I, before the game, I was all about letting them play the first half because the Brown Steelers rivalry is still really non existent. I mean, the Miles Garrett thing, I mean, that just got more trash talking going, but it's still not a rivalry. And I'm like, you got to find ways to, try to get it going back because Steelers Ravens is locked up as that's the main rivalry now. And it's like, I want the Browns to get more up there, but when you beat them all the time, you're not going to get it. So the miles, like I said, the miles Garrett thing kind of put a spark in it, but I mean, it kind of died down by the time this season came around. So I'm like, the one thing I think that would really help to get it jump started would have been if the Steelers were went out and just destroyed the Browns because they have this, you know, their high hopes, 
They're all you gotta do is win, make the playoffs, and you get beat by the Steelers in the last week, and then your whole season. I mean, it's a good season, but you're not in the playoffs when you were right there. And I was like, I think that would have helped with the rivalry, you know, coming back alive. But then the more I thought about it, I'm like, if Ben gets hurt, we're fucked. Here's and the deal: like if TJ or Cam gets hurt, then we're really screwed because it's like we've already lost two main guys off of our defense, and we lose another main guy off our defense, and we're we're in so much trouble. So it's like, yeah, it's kind of better for them to set them out. Here's the thing: I think this rivalry is going to be fine. I think pick, I think Cleveland's on the upswing. Uh, Pittsburgh's definitely going to have to be looking for a quarterback, but they still have a bunch of young talent on that team. They got you know the defense is going to be stout for years with guys like Watt. Uh, uh, Mika, Fitz, Mika Fitzpatrick, who should have had interception in that game, man. I thought he had one he was going to take back to the house. And I was like, big sigh of relief there. But So I think Pittsburgh's Pittsburgh, so they're still going to be them. I think Cleveland's on the upswing, man. I think we got the right, finally have the right coach. Uh, we have talent, young talent. I think we're the second or third youngest team in the league. Uh, and you got guys like, like I said, like uh, Peoples Jones, who's made a name for himself this year. Uh, Hooper's under contract. Hunt's under contract for the next three years. They're definitely going to sign Chubb up. Figure out what you're going to do with Baker. I, they're probably going to end up keeping Baker because they feel like some they owe him some debt of gratitude uh, for getting us back. Um, the offensive line, though, we got a, a fairly young, healthy offensive line. Uh, so really, if they put some work in the some real money and work in the defenses offseason, I think the rivalry. For the next five or six years, you're going to see a pick right back up. The team from Maryland, ignore them. They're a joke. They're 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 regular season champions. Don't don't ever be anything more than that. Don't disagree with you, but it's still a bigger rivalry. For now. For now, Kevin. All right, let's get back to this. We got Kansas City, Tennessee. Both of us have that. Where are you going? I'd like to see Tennessee, but I still think it's going to be Kansas City. Yeah, I, I took them too. I just, I can't. It's one of those things like Kansas City. I can't pick against them until they lose. Yeah, because look at last playoffs, man. Both two back to back games, they were down multiple points, like you know, uh, multiple score situations, and they just when they turned it on, they just wrecked the other team. Yeah, but the thing, the crazy thing is, like the last six or seven games that the Kansas City Chiefs have won of this season, they've won by less than seven points. I think seven points might have been one game that they won, but there was like two threes and two sixes or something. So it's like, I don't know if people are kind of slowing them down or they're just trying to save up for the playoffs, save that energy. I don't know. Because they, I still believe that they can sit there and snap their fingers and they can put up 20 points in no time. No, I don't disagree with you whatsoever. Uh I'd like to see Tennessee win, but again, I, I'm with you. I have Kansas City winning this game. Um, I think. What do you think, though? Do you think Kansas City possibly is one of these teams that feel like they just have to turn it on in the playoffs because yeah. they can put up 50 points in a blink of an eye? Yeah. So it's kind of hard to be like worried about them being like, "Oh no, what if?" Yeah, because I mean, like you said, what you were talking about for the playoffs last year. Yeah, that's what I think you're going to have to look forward to this year in the playoffs. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I also hope you're going to be like, I'm up by 21. Fuck yeah. Then it's like, we're down by four. What the hell just happened? 
Yeah, that's pretty much how it happens. All right, so this next game, I mean, on the off chance that Cleveland doesn't listen to me and they lose the game, they don't follow Matt Pierce's game plan. They come in with some bullshit where they're passing 53 times. We're going to have the Steelers and the Bills, which I think is a classic fun matchup. Uh, good matchup, honestly. I think it's interesting. Who you got winning this game? It's hard <laughs> because I'm like completely torn because I think the Steelers can win. So, of course, like the fan, I, I would say the Steelers win. But looking at it, I think Buffalo would beat them. Motherfuck, Kevin. I thought this was something we'd disagree on. I thought you were going to. I was going to take, I want to say, you know, I do. I seriously want to take the Steelers, but I just, like I said, that, that that's a coin toss for me, but. I did not, when I did this, when I decided to pull this up and we would go through this tonight, I did not think that we would be in the ASE Conference Championship with the same two teams. <laughs> Mostly because I thought I would balls out and like let and let fan Matt take over and pick the Browns. But like not an analyst Matt had to realize that some deductive reasoning like our linebackers and our cornerbacks are terrible. So I thought we'd have some differences, but man, we're like fuck. It's like great minds, I guess. All right, here we are then. Chiefs, Bills. Who wins this game? Who's going to the Super Bowl against the Green Bay Packers? I know a lot of people, they want that State Farm matchup. But I think the Bills would beat uh, Kansas City. Kevin Teddy, I picked the Buffalo Bills as well. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, my God. This is crazy. I thought for sure you would take Pittsburgh over Buffalo. Not even a fandom thing. I just thought, okay, Kevin's going to find a way to, like, sign this piece of shit and put the Steelers ahead. But I just think Buffalo's a better team right now over now, like, the whole team. Now I'm going to tell you this. If the Steelers come out and smoke the Browns Sunday, and I mean Ben looks good smoking the Browns, then, then yes, like everything would change. Like I'd have, I'd say the Steelers beat Buffalo. I still think they would lose to Kansas city, but if Steelers blow them out, I would say Buff- they beat Buffalo. But right. if it's like a close game and Ben kind of looks, I mean, even if it's like the, they win by like 14, but it's like the passing game is really not there, then I don't think they'll beat Buffalo. But Ben's got to have a really good passing game and look good doing it. And it can't be like 50 freaking five-yard dump passes. Like he's got to have some deep throws, make it look like his arm's still alive. If that happens, I'd say Steelers beat Buffalo, lose Kansas City. But by what I'm going by, I have Buffalo, Green Bay, in the Super Bowl. Now, what is smoking the Browns? Give me a score that you say constitutes the Browns getting smoked. I say if they win by more than 20, but my big thing is Ben's got to be over 300 yards, and he's got to have a handful of, like, deep throws. All right. Whether it's hot or not, as long as he's not just bombing it and getting picked off. You know, it's not like 300 yards, five interceptions, you know, crap like that. Like, he's got to have deep throws, be over 300 yards. And then I'd say that's a smoke in them. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. They got to be able to have a long pass game because that's what stopped him in Buffalo. He did that. Like they were, they knew all he was going to do was those dink and dunk passes. And as soon as he had that pick six right before halftime, that changed the entire game. And he couldn't throw deep after that. So Buffalo knew it. So they had everybody up close. 
I still don't think he has the ability to throw deep on a consistent basis. I think it's hurting him every time he has to pull that trigger. I, I seriously think so too, because before that surgery, you know, last year before he got hurt, so two seasons ago, you know, he's overthrowing guys, you know, and you go from overthrowing guys to underthrowing about like ten yards, like it's not, it's not good. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with you, Kevin. All right, here we go. Buffalo, the Buffalo Bills. Who's hosting this year, AFC or NFC? I mean, I know it's in Tampa, but who's hosting? I think I think the Bills would be the home team. That's pretty sure San Fran was home last year. All right, so you got the Buffalo Bills hosting the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers. MVP candidate. Basically, the two MVP candidate. Yeah. Two similar running games. I, I would probably put Green Bay a little bit on the ed- head of the running game situation. Decent defenses on both teams. I think Buffalo's got better wide receivers, like as a unit. Yeah. Who who are you picking, Kevin? Let's see. Did we did we come down to the same victor? If so, this was a big waste of time, <laughs> and I had fun doing it either way. <laughs> but I'm not saying, but it's a shock if we do. Uh, I'd like to say Buffalo, but I can't. I'd give it to Rogers. This is where we finally. And I thought you would call me an idiot. I was waiting. When I put that in there, I was like, he's going to call me a flipping idiot for even getting him to the Super Bowl. But I think the Buffalo teams, the Buffalo teams, the Buffalo Bills are the team this year that are going to, like, change the world. Buffalo, I have Buffalo win the Super Bowl, and I think it's going to come down to that wide receiver matchup. I think Buffalo's just got three really good wide receivers. Any of them can step up at any time. Uh, I know... Green Bay's got Adams who can bust out for a 200-yard game out of nowhere. Um, But, man, this Buffalo team is so stacked. So much energy. Josh Allen, young, cannon of an arm. He can also run better than Rodgers, uh, which gives him some flexibility. So, look at that. I'm glad we had a difference in the Super Bowl, Kevin. Now, if the Steelers make it, then I take the Steelers, obviously. Well, this is official, Kevin. This is you just don't just wingly dingly just just disappear. This this is like in the archives of history. So the next time we talk, I'm like Kevin. Look, fucking Pittsburgh lost week one of the playoffs. You probably weren't expecting that, were you? Now you'll probably be crying still. I get that. I would you be. You wake up from your dream and be like, oh, I can't believe that was that bad. Okay, I guarantee you this. If the Cleveland Browns win this week, like there's, you will you will you will not be able to talk me out of them going to the Super Bowl this year. <laughs> it just it won't be possible. You could tell me that they're going to be down by, by 21 at Kansas City in the first quarter. I'm like, I'm going to find a way for us to come back because we're just going to run, run, run. <laughs> like it is on. And here's the deal: if they can get past the Pittsburgh Steelers, what kind of story would that be, Kevin? pandemic fans couldn't come in new coach no preseason everything against us obj went down early on in the year our defense is terrible when it against the past game nothing good can happen and then rise like a phoenix out of the fucking ashes the cleveland browns i don't care if they get blown out in the super bowl if they go to the super bowl 
I told Kim I'm turning tricks all the way down the highway if that's what it takes <laughs> to get to that game. What's funny is the analogy you used about the Phoenix rising out of the ashes. If they make it to the Super Bowl, people are going to burn down the stadium because everyone's going to blame the Browns for everything that's going wrong. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to – I think everyone's just going to assume that the end is coming. Uh, and if you're religious, or pro, you're probably going to start talking about the Antichrist showing up uh, mm-hmm. because it's just – it only fits perfectly. All right, there we go. We got the green. You got Green Bay. I got Buffalo. I'm gonna print these out before I go to bed. Oh God, I love it. Freaking <laughs> love it. I love playoff football season. The only thing I hate about it is I was excited because I thought the XFL, which obviously they were smart because I think they realized COVID was gonna push. Yeah. Into the all season. Did you see uh, that? Uh, for some reason, which I don't know how this is going to actually pan out for the NFL, but I guess the NFL has uh, sent a cease and desist order or they're suing the Houston Roughnecks for the logo. Cause they say that they have an oil rig on the logo. Yeah. But if you look, here's the thing. First off, they didn't say shit last year. Like they played almost, they played last year with not a problem. Right. And if you really now does the, does the does my Houston Roughnecks emblem slightly look like an oil rig? Yeah, yes. sure, it does. But if you break it down, it's an H with a star behind it. Doesn't matter. It, it does. Like it looks like. I saw it. I was like, "That's cool." They got like the Oilers, like an ode to the Oilers. First thing I thought of. So an ode. Big reason why an ode, not a copy. It's an ode. It's an homage. It doesn't matter. It's still a copy. Then you. Sh- but you, I think here's where I think you lose your footing, though, is when you let them play and you don't complain the whole time they're playing. See, here's the thing. I think why they didn't. After the alliance folded and it didn't, you know, it didn't work, there was some talk, but there was not as much talk and hype about the alliance as there was about the XFL. I think that was the big thing. And then as soon as The Rock bought it and then everything shot back up again. So it's like now you're hearing about it nonstop. Like XFL was doing this better. XFL was doing that better. The teams, the logos, blah, 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 blah. I think I put money that, you know, that's a big part of the whole thing. Because when you're not worried because it's like, oh, it's going to fold. And then it does. And you're just like, all right, you know, fold it. It's going to die down. But, yeah, as soon as it's like we're back, it's like, wait, what? what's going on? <laughs> I mean, you may have a point, but I just think I still think you get into court and are like, if I'm a judge, I'm like, wait, but you didn't bitch at all. The whole time I used it last year. Yeah. I just, I don't know. NFL's being babies, in my opinion. I think it's a, it's different enough. I would have, if they had stole the exact logo, sure. But I think it's an homage. If you break it down, and I think that's what's going to happen to court. It's an H. It's clearly an H with the star behind it. That, yes, looks awesome like an oil rig. I think they did a great job in how they put it together. But it's not an oil rig. Uh, It's not... And it's not even like a legitimate oil rig. It, it's like it ends up like kind of lo- it looks like an oil rig. I don't know. You know me. My my. I'm a day zero fan for the Roughnecks, and I will love them forever. And I will fight to my death to keep that logo because I think it's the best logo, which is why they became my favorite team because I think it's the best logo in the all of the XFL. Woo. I do hope that they find a way to buy a couple AFL teams. Like I'd love to see San Diego come back or San Antonio come back. Yeah. 
But we'll see what The Rock does. We'll see. Here's the thing. Everything that guy touches or is a part of turns to fucking gold. So I don't have any worries. I think they're going to do it right. I have zero fear. Yeah. What else are you going to be doing this weekend besides watching playoff football, uh, which I'm not going to get to do much of because, well, i got to be in freaking work. Um, well, not so- too much, really. Um, I'm debating about possibly um, going down the Mountaineer tomorrow morning to take uh, – I still never cashed in my Super Bowl ticket or the t- winning ticket from the Tyson Fury fight. So it's like I got a little bit more time. I got a couple more weeks until I got to turn it in. How far, so, is, um, how far is Mountaineer for you? Time wise, hour ten minutes, hour fifteen. That's not bad. I think it was from Akron. I think it was like two and a half hours. So I didn't go down there much. Yeah, so it's not that bad. But it's like you know, I didn't when I was gonna go turn it in, and then like the world decided to take a shit, so um, I didn't. So it's like I've been waiting. I I always go down since they started doing the sports betting. I've been going down betting on the Super Bowl. So it's like I'm gonna go down in a couple weeks. But it's like I kind of debated if I go tomorrow. I kind of want to bet on the Steeler Browns game. Get a little bit extra money for that Super Bowl bet. Do you like? Do you have Venmo? No. Or any of that PayPal or anything? I, I got say, PayPal. If I PayPal you twenty dollars, we put twenty dollars on that game for me. If you go what down, Browns? the Brown Steelers. Yeah, but I want to take the Browns. I want to take the money line. I don't want fucking points. It's only six points anyways. If we lose, we're going to get the shit kicked out of us. I want to play the money line. <laughs> play that shit dead across. I'm going to be rich. Have you missed? The money line is playing points. No, the money line's playing straight up. No points. Oh, uh, okay. I didn't know you could do it like that. Yeah. you could. You, and usually, if you're taking the underdog and you're not taking the points, it usually pays a little better. That's been my experience. I don't know how Mountaineer runs their sports book. Yeah, I'm not sure. They never really want to talk that much. So it's like I never really ask questions. And since, try, they just kind of look at me. And it's like, well, don't you know what you're doing? It's like, well, yeah, but it's like I come up here and it's like I want minus six and a half. It's like, why the fuck does it say negative 120 over here? I'm like, what the hell is all this? Yeah, when they start going to like the negative 100 and 120s, I still don't understand that so well. I miss the simple days like you said, like, Give me minus six and a half, and yeah. it pays like three to one or one one and a half to you know one and a half yeah. to one whatever like though for whatever reason mentally that makes more sense to me. Yeah, have you tried Barstool's gambling app? Barstool's got one. Yeah, uh, turns yeah. out turns out I got I went a deep dive and watched the Barstool documentary on YouTube. It's like sixteen. Uh, sixteen separate videos of like twenty minutes a piece. Uh, it was pretty good. Like I actually got a ton of more respect for uh, Dave Portnoy. I already had a ton of respect for him, but like, you see what he's doing now uh-uh. about the uh, basically doing started a charity for the small businesses. Yeah, I just saw that today. Yeah, because I listened to uh, Dan Crenshaw's podcast, and he had him on there earlier in the week it was monday or maybe it was last week i don't remember but he had him on there and he was talking to him about it and he was explaining why he started and it was hilarious because crenshaw is a congressman but he's sitting there and he's like i know you got a different background but he's like most of these congressmen have never worked a day in their life 
He's like, they were the nerds everyone picked on in school. So now they're trying to take it out on everybody thinking they're big and bad and no one likes him still. <laughs> and I'm like cracking up laughing because this just the way he was talking to Crenshaw. Was that this week? It was, yeah, I think it, it was either Mondays or it was end of last week. I listened to it Monday, so. See, I'll, have, I'll look for that one because I like Dave Portnoy. And here's it's the thing. a half an hour, so it's not bad. He's a pretty good dude. Uh, and that's a pretty cool thing he's doing. And like, I just watched, I mean, I've been digging a deep dive into the pizza reviews and, uh, he had this girl, he brought this little girl who's doing them down in Texas mm-hmm. and it was hilarious. Uh, cause you know how he's like, all right, Frank. Okay. Frankie. She's like, okay, daddy. She's got a huge following and she does like a whole, like one bite. Everyone knows the rules. And you see this little girl dude. she's like five or six. She's this tiny little girl. And, like, half the time she's got to set these pizza boxes on the ground and pull a big old last slice. It looks like it's too big for her to handle. And he brought, he thought it was cool. So he uh, brought her in town, did a pizza review with her in New York. And uh, I don't know, it was just cool. I actually, the more I like, the more I watch the guy and like see his work ethic, like, I didn't know him and uh, uh, what's his face grew up together, the, uh, the draft guy, one of the ESPN draft guys. Oh. Piper or no the younger kid. What is his name? Oh, yes. I know what his name is. They went to school together. They've known each other since they were five years old. McShay. Yeah, him and McShay have been like best friends since they were five. I didn't know that. Neither did I. I learned it watching that documentary. So a couple of his podcasts. He's got his own like whatever portnoy podcast or something now yeah a couple episodes of that <clears throat> but i liked them because i used to listen to barstool sports when i had serious because what was it? it used to be an mma it was like mma junkie and then when barstool joined serious they kicked mma uh, yeah mma junkie off and put barstool there so i would listen to it so when i started listening to their radio show it was when he found out that his girlfriend at the time was cheating on him with the soul cycle guy. And he kept talking. Well, people figured out what soul cycle it was. And they started sending like all these nasty messages to the owners and stuff about how like their employees are banging uh, the students or whatever, you know, the clients, whatever they call them. And it turned into this huge thing. It was freaking hilarious. It went on for like two weeks. That is funny. I wasn't into him then. I wish I would have. Cause like I said, I just, it's one of those things I get into something and I'll take like a five second deep dive, you know, or a couple of hours into it. Now I'm like as much as it was content as I can get my hands on McAfee. I love McAfee. I can't, I'm sad. They took him off NXT. Uh, yeah, I saw that. I was like, what the heck? Yeah, it's dumb. No one seems to know why. I think maybe they're thinking about moving him up to the scene. If he'll go up to the main rosters. Cause here's the deal. I listen to like, uh, like Jim Cornette, like a lot of these old timers, um, just like when the, when I see they're giving opinions about like different people and to a person, everyone says he's one of the, like instantly he's one of the best heels, like in the business, his mic work is impeccable. His promos are just ridiculous. Uh, was so, you here when he had stone cold on last week? Yeah. Yeah. I watched that stone yeah, cold gave him stone cold, gave him a bunch of props. Yeah. How about to say that's, you know, a big thing. Yeah, and he like here's the thing. I've watched both of his matches. The guy can work. Like he like I know he loved it kind of like I did as a kid. Uh and he just 
kept like into it and just happened to have enough money to buy some ring and get a good trainer. And he's getting trained by like people who train guys like the rock. Uh, matter of fact, the guy who trains him did train the rock and some other people. So like he's put in the work, man. And it shows when he's in the ring, he's not one of these like celebrities where you're like the guy looks like he's retarded. I'm sorry. I hurt if I hurt anyone's feelings, but I'm sorry. It's my word. I'm using it. But like you get a lot of these other like, like, uh, uh, celebrities, right? And they just look like you know they don't belong. They don't want to be there. Like they yeah. trained for like a minute to learn how to troll a fake punch, but they can't do very well. And he like was like he was in there like putting in work. Like he did a freaking uh, war games match. See, I didn't see that's the, I saw his first match. I didn't see the war games one. Very impressed because the war games one was way more impressive because. Maybe it didn't look more impressive if you're just watching it from like the shit he did uh in that first match. Mm-hmm. But like to go to a war games match, it's like you have all these moving pieces with all these different people and to look like and to look like it instead of like seven pros in this asshole, to look like eight pros in there doing your business and making it look good and entertaining. Yeah, he's he's phenomenal. So I'm hoping that they're just trying to figure out a way to promote him and make him a bigger piece or whatever. Uh, because I think the second he left NXT, I lost interest because I I, I like AEW way better than NXT. Uh, yeah. So I've kind of been focusing on AEW. Yeah, I've been wanting to get watch it, but I just I, I always forget when it's on. And that's the only reason, because I always liked AEW, all the little things that, you know, they're, when I've seen their pay-per-views or even the uh, their show, when I've remembered and watched it, I like watching it. Yeah, they're on Wednesday. Things back, I guess. I've been wanting to get start watching it more. He hasn't done much yet. Um, He's just kind of showing up, which is good, because I think you need to have a little bit of a slow burn. I think a lot of times in professional wrestling, like, they get too, they rush these storylines, right? Because they want to get this yeah. big, like, Oh God moment. And I, they're definitely slow playing this with him and Darby Allen, but it's on the same time as NXT. It's Wednesdays at eight o'clock, eight to 10. If you want to record it or, you know, I think you have ways to watch it. Yeah. Um, I'll have to watch it. But um, with wrestling, have you on, have you, uh, do you listen to the whole McAfee show or how much? Some days it depends. Like if, like I'll get a moment, but usually it's like I catch you two clips and or other little clips. Have you seen or heard any of the times where Mark Madden's been on lately? I a couple times. I think the last time was when the Steelers. I think they lost, and he thought they were going to win. It's when he went to Vegas. He ended up being in oh, Vegas. Okay. That I think cool. that was the last time. I think I because he was like Big Ben's done. Yeah, he uh, he was on Thursday. So Wednesday, Tuesday or Wednesday, he was on. I think Tuesday. So, because it was Wednesday's podcast, I was listening to, and he was hilarious because McAfee was talking about the Browns, and he's like, "Of course, Madden being a Steelers guy, he sits there and he's like, do you think the Browns had a chance?'" He's like, "The only thing they got a chance of is the game's gonna be on Sunday," and like I'm cracking up, and like he was saying all this stuff, but then he was talking about, I guess Juju made some kind of comment where they're talking about it being board board material, and he's like it shouldn't matter about board board material. And like he believes Juju's done with the Steelers after this year. He is not a Juju fan at all because he doesn't like all the 
TikTok and all the stupid stuff that he does off the field. I mean, but he hasn't really liked him since his like when he got drafted. He wasn't a fan of him. Yeah. So he was going on. He's like, it's just his last stupid thing he's going to do in Pittsburgh <laughs> before he leaves. But he just kept going on about how Steelers should beat him. And he's like, if they don't, he's like, the bad thing is, he's like, stuff should change. He's like, but the way the Steelers are, he's like, stuff will not change. And it won't. If, because I like Tom, I always have. But if they would lose to the Browns, he should be fired. <laughs> Why? Happen. I don't know. You know what? I kind of resent that a little because I think other years I would I could totally see where you're coming from. We've blown. But like we're like we're not a joke. Like, and I feel like no, no, no. it's not about you guys being a joke. I, I just mean, it doesn't help that you guys are going to be missing a bunch of people. But to start off eleven and zero, and then just the way it went, like it just looked like like the Bills game. Bills came out. Bills went in the halftime with a small lead, but the Steelers were dominating. Well, Bills made a bunch of adjustments, and you were able to tell. And the Steelers, like, Steelers never make adjustments this year. And during, you know, their losing streak, they had the three games. Yeah, the three. All right, well, that's games. fair. I just, that's why I got a little frustrated. And it's, like, and it's like last year, you know, Ben was out. So it's like eight and eight. That was a heck of a thing, what he did with somewhat Rudolph and then Hodges. But, like, the same thing the year before, you know, it was like they had everything going their way. Then all of a sudden it was like this this, this meltdown that he had. And then the last time we were the two seed, we lost to Jacksonville. We should have never lost to Jacksonville. It's just like he does these things, but it's like the small things keep adding up every single year. And it's like, yeah, it's like we make the playoffs or we're in contention for the playoffs, you know, whatever. But it's just like we have the team. We should have been over that hump a bunch of times, you know, and it's just like, he just doesn't do it. Yeah, no, I understand that. I just been seeing a lot of shit on Twitter and Facebook, hate like disrespecting the Browns and talking about how they shouldn't even be there. Here's the deal: this team went eleven and five. They played the schedule that was put in front of them. Uh, you look at the playoffs, right? Tennessee, Cleveland beat them, and I'd argue they beat them handily. Uh, they let them kind of make a run, but Cleveland owned that game. Defense and they started passing more. Team from Maryland, team from Maryland. We had them on the ropes. Great game toward the end of the year. That second game, they dominated his first game. Can't own it. Pittsburgh. Won. I don't care who played. You guys bench people. That's not our fault. We showed up. We won the game. Got to win over them. Got to win over in Indianapolis. So four of the six teams that that are going to be playing this week, we have a win over. And no one's giving us any. It drives me nuts, and I get it. Our it history. Eleven and zero, and they weren't giving me respect. So I, I've been hearing it all year. So, but on the fair side, I think you're right. Okay, I'll give you that. Ah, see, the Steelers were giving respect, but I will say, like the last four weeks, they've taken a lot of shit. But I think they've earned that. And it, and the people who weren't giving them respect, I would say the last five or six weeks of the season, maybe some of those people are proven right. Because here's the deal. I'll tell you, Cleveland has their weaknesses, right? But Pittsburgh, they played as weak a schedule as Cleveland did. They did. But here's the thing. where The only reason like I brought it up, because I don't really care, because I'm like, whatever. But like, there's things like after 7-0. and So I think 8-0 is when it started. You'd be like, oh, they're 8-0, but they haven't beat anybody. It's like, you do realize that they beat Tennessee and the Ravens. And it's like, oh, well, the referees helped them in that game. It's like, there were shitty calls on both sides. Like, it's not, like, clearly, you know, one-sided. 
you know, it's just like, but that's the thing. It's like, there was no respect whatsoever. And it's like, when they started saying how, like, they were getting lucky because they don't have a run game. Oh, yeah. Can't argue that. When you have 40 yards rushing, if you're lucky, you know, in a game, then yeah. But it's like, you know, when they lost to Washington, um, you know, that's when, like, all the shit started hitting the fan. And, but I was kind of worried about that game. Buffalo was the one I thought for sure. I was like, that's going to be their first loss. But the crazy thing was, is like, that whole thing before halftime, because I don't even think we got to talk about that. We haven't been on so long. But it's like, uh, like the Redskins got that field goal before halftime because referees screwed up because Alex Smith kept the ball and ran off the field. And so they put the time back on, let him <laughs> re-kick, you know, kick the field goal. And it's just like afterwards, they're like, that's not the way it should have been. We're going to, you know, this is how it's supposed to be played out from here on out. And it's just like, I knew then that they should have never put the time back on the clock. Like the clock should have ran out. That was the Redskins screw up. And, but now it's like, Oh, this is the way we got to do it from here on out. And it's like, that's bullshit. Cause I think that changed the game quite a bit in my opinion. Cause the momentum all swifted, shifted, you know, Washington. And then the Steelers didn't make any adjustments. Here's the thing. The only time I've ever really been serious about the Steelers having help from the refs is when they beat the Seattle Seahawks in the Super Bowl, uh, which was the worst ref game possibly in NFL yeah, history. Right, except for one call. Oh, I mean, obviously, from a Steelers fan, I would expect you to see it. No, it's not the NFL. They had a whole show about the Super Bowl, and it went by penalty from penalty. And the only penalty that they screwed up on was when – the Steelers picked him off, and Hasselback made the tackle. They called him for clipping. It's like he's on defense. There's no clipping on defense. Kevin, that was the only penalty that they messed up on. You're never going to change my mind, Kevin. All oh, right, Kevin. I got to go hang out with my wife because I got to work tomorrow. We're an hour and a half into this, mother. We got our brackets. I'm going to print them out so when mine is way better because it's got the Browns. Uh, oh, it doesn't have the Browns. It's got the Steelers. Fuck. I'm just gonna yeah, be, I was going to highlight that shit and like, ah, oh, we both lost. Woo. We have one game different until the Super Bowl. Is that, let's see who we got. Yeah. Is it really just that one side? Yeah, Washington Tampa is the only game we got different. Yeah, because you took Washington, which is ballsy. I thought about it. I really did. But I just, Tampa, man, Tampa Tom. And here's the deal. Like I said, I, like I said about that one is uh, Antonio Brown. It was starting to like show, started to kind of like get a little heated up there those last couple of games. I was like, eh, watch yeah. out. Him and Mike Evans, if they get on fire, oh, baby Jesus. Man, how, how healthy is Mike Evans going to be? Uh, you know, it's like, how healthy does he need to be? You got Gronk. No one's, who's getting, double, who's getting double covered? And even their running back, what's his face? His name is like escaping me. Jones, something Jones. Uh, yeah, Ronald Jones. Jones. He's no joke. And we got Fournette as a backup. Yeah. That's probably my worst draft pick out of all my fantasy leagues. Who's that? Fournette. Because I didn't know about Jones. And I was like, oh, Fournette's definitely going to be the main guy. Yeah. I took him and in like, a couple of leagues. Into the season, or like, seriously, like one quarter in the first game into the season, I was like, well, that was a bad pick. Yeah. I uh, took him in a couple of leagues and ate it. But thankfully, I'm a FanDuel champion and my crown is large and shiny. All right, buddy. You got anything else before we bust out of here? I got plenty of stuff, but I know you want to go, so that's good. All right. Tell Miranda I said hi. Tell Winnie I said hi. Tell Uriah I said hi. Take it easy. Have a good weekend, man. 
All right, we'll do. You too. Go Browns. Steelers suck. Talk to you later. <laughs> Bye. I'm little teapot, short and stout.